Gamecock Nation. Welcome to the Cocky on Saturday podcast. I'm your host, James Beal, class of 2018, former student manager, and there's nothing I love more than talking some Gamecock football. Let's go. What's up, y'all, and welcome back into the Cocky on Saturday podcast. We are just one day away from returning to home to williams Bryce Stadium. I know we want to be coming back into this home stretch much better than 2-6, and six, but that's where we're at. You know what? Still going to show out for this team. Still going to have a ball. There's nothing like home games. Noon games are a little tough, especially when it's been as cold as it has been over the last week here. Expect if you are tailgating for the 8 a.m. start to be very chilly. Bring some blankets. But nonetheless, when we kick off at noon in Williams-Brice tomorrow, place will be rocking. You're not going to be cold anymore. You're going to be huddled in with 84,000. Let's go. And tomorrow is the battle of the Gamecocks. Some are saying this is more important than who is the real Carolina. Who is the real Gamecocks? Jacksonville State, and remember, this team is out of Alabama, not Florida, is rolling into this matchup 7-2. and two. In the preseason, we talked about how this is their first year stepping up to the FBS level. They are certainly exceeding expectations by their standards. Their only two losses come against Coastal Carolina and Liberty, which we all know are very solid programs, have been ranked in years past. So they've beaten maybe who they should have beaten, maybe some of those toss-up games, but against the true better competition, they really haven't been a factor. The Gamecocks are currently 15.5 point favorites. The over-under is set at 55. And the head coach for Jacksonville State is Rich Rod, or Rich Rodriguez. You guys may remember that name. He was the offensive coordinator for Clemson around 2000. He's been a head coach at Arizona, Michigan, West Virginia, and now he's in Jacksonville. He's oftentimes credited with the creation of the zone run scheme. So all his football teams like to run the ball. They're also very high tempo. I believe Jacksonville State is top five in the country as far as tempo goes in the offense. Very similar to what we see out of Tennessee each year in Hupel's offense. So defense has to be ready. Not going to be able to rotate a lot of guys. I know conditioning was probably a key point this week. Good thing is we're not playing in dead heat. So our guys should be able to stay on the field a little bit longer. And guys, remember in a game like this, this is their toughest opponent on the calendar. Every trick will be pulled out for this one. There's going to be trick plays. There's going to be something we don't expect. We got to be ready for that. And they might get one. That happens. We saw it when we played Furman. But we have to be ready for it. Have to limit those opportunities because they're going to be playing like they have nothing to lose. There's not going to be too many names I shout out here for this team, but the one that scares me is quarterback Zion Webb. And Jacksonville State has had a trio of quarterbacks kind of rotating this year. But in their last game against FIU, they won big, and Zion Webb was their quarterback, and he is a scrambler. He's a true dual threat guy. They will design runs for him. He had 125 yards rushing on the day last weekend. That's not something we've seen a lot of this year. And so we just have to be ready for that. Have to be ready for the quarterback. Keep our contained. Stay home. 
and we should be able to overpower their trenches. Hey, the offensive line on their end should not give us much trouble. But anytime you have an athlete like Webb, you have to be careful of him. Don't take that for granted. Make sure that we're staying home, able to secure the tackle, and play it smart. The other thing is, in their two losses, they lost to Liberty 31-13 to at home. They lost on the road to Coastal 30-16. to Interesting thing I saw there, typically you see those scores, the offense was limited, you expect a lot of sack numbers. Between those two days, they only gave up one sack. So this just speaks right back into that high-tempo offense. They get the ball out quick, don't get frustrated. Our defensive line may not get home, but honestly, if they're getting the ball out in a second, two seconds tops, it's tough for any defensive line to get to the quarterback. So again, this has to be a game that we come away with a win with. We're more than a two-touchdown favorite. And to introduce a little bit of a new segment here, just going to go through some of the buy sells, looking at the individual player betting lines coming into this week. So Rattler's over under at two and a half touchdowns. I, and I'll throw a caveat in here. If he stays in the entire game, it's the over. But I'm actually, I'm going to sell this one. I'm going to take the under on two and a half passing touchdowns. Only reason why, look at the Furman game. If we can get the young guys in, give our starters a break, we will. I think this is going to be a pretty balanced offense in the first half. I think it's going to be a lot of running the ball along with passing. But I think a couple touchdowns are going to come on the ground. So I'm going to go under on the two and a half passing touchdowns for Rattler. Next one is Trey Knox over under 40 and a half yards. I'm going to hammer the over there. I'm going to buy that one. Trey Knox, with all the injuries we're seeing, Xavier Leggett, Juice Wells, he's becoming a true target for Spencer Rattler. Expect him to be heavily involved. Honestly, one big catch over the middle, he breaks that 40 and a half line. And then the last one, Mario Anderson. I kind of made up this one. Couldn't find a line for him on any site. We'll put it at 110 and a half yards. I know that's a number he's only actually passed once but I will take the over on that. I think it's going to be a heavy dose of running the ball. Use your offensive line, which will be bigger than their defensive line. Wear them down. Let the run generate some offense. I'm taking the over on the 110 and a half yards. Piggybacking right off of that, we'll jump into our keys of the game. Key number one, you guys know it. I'm actually going to increase the number. Mario Anderson, 20 plus carries. Heavy, heavy dose of the run. Let that carry you at home. Take some of the weight off of Spencer's shoulders. I know he has the ability to kill a team like Jacksonville State, but let's get this offensive line warmed up. Let's let them gel. Vershawn Lee, Kaysen Henry are back for this one. Remember, Kaysen Henry went out early in that week one game against UNC. He was supposed to be a starting tackle for us. So that's been a huge hurt. Vershawn Lee looked very good for us when he started that game against Florida. You now sort of are getting two bookend tackles back that you can shuffle in and out of the offensive line. That is huge. Let's let these guys get one in their pocket and be able to move this forward into the following weeks. Number two, staying right there on the offensive line, zero sacks. Whether it's getting the ball out quick, good blocking, a little bit of both. Let's keep the pocket clean, allow Rattler his time, and keep him upright. That is a huge key. You're playing the team with a worse defensive line. You do not want to give up a sack. 
And finally, key number three to the game and staying on the offensive side of the ball, third down efficiency has to improve. Can keep it at over 60% on the day. And I'll throw another one in there. Wasn't expecting to do this, but third down efficiency on the defensive side of the ball need to keep the opposing offense under 50%. You cannot let them convert at the rate we've been seeing in recent weeks. So that is our key number three. Our offense efficiency over 60%. Our defense hold the opposing offense under 50%. Games at noon tomorrow. I said it earlier, it's going to be a cold one. It should warm up come game time. This is the start to 4-0. You win this one, you take the momentum, and roll into the next one. We're not worried about the next one. The most important game is the game in front of us. That's tomorrow. Battle of the Gamecocks at Williams-Brice. It's time. we got to make a turn here. And it starts now. You go from 2-6 and six to 3-6. and six. We'll worry about 4-6 and six next week. But right now, get that third win. Get the job done. That's all that matters. I'll be back with you all next week to break down this game and look ahead to the next one. I appreciate you joining us today. Have a great weekend. I'll see you all at the game. Until then, go Cox. Go Cox.